Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Sheila Zielinski Show. Today, I've got a fantastic guest. Before I jump into the program, I just want to remind people that this ministry is 100% listener-supported. No advertisements, no commercials, no interruptions. You can go over there to SheilaZielinski.com donate, and we've made a variety of very easy ways for you to donate, including Venmo, Cash App, Zelle, PayPal, and even snail mail, you can send check or money order to Sheila Zelinsky Ministries, Box 396 Woodland Hills, California, 91365. And I just want to say we really appreciate your support. It is a good friend of the program today. It is Pastor Joseph Jasinski from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. JesusDelivers.com is his website. And I want to just welcome you to the show, Joseph. I want to hand you the mic and jump into this amazing teaching today. So I'll hand you the mic. You take it away. Thank you, Joseph. Amen. Blessing to everybody in Jesus' name. And I thank God that I can um, teach, you know, this topic. It's soul fetcher. Soul fetcher. Fetcher from the word to fetch, which means to bring back. So this is a spirit demon who specializes in bringing back a soul, you know, just piece of a soul. But you will understand as we go into the teaching. Praise the Lord. It is based on a true story, like my other teaching spirit of warm, W-O-R-M. So it's very original because I never read it anywhere else. So the same as this one, soul Petcher never came across such a demon, you know, before. It's based on a true case. It happened year 2000. So, Soul Petcher is about the fragmented soul and a case of a fragmented soul and the mercy of God and the uh, delivering power of the Lord Jesus Christ to put the soul back. Bible says in Psalm 7, 2, lest he kill my soul like a lion. He talks, of course, about the devil, because Bible says devil is going around like a roaring lion whom he might render in pieces. <laughs> lest he tear my soul like a lion, rending it in pieces. Why, there is none to deliver. So we can see from this scripture, the soul can be fragmented into pieces. In Psalm 23, 3, Psalm 23 by 3, He restores my soul. This whole lesson has four points. Point number one is the fragmented soul. Number two, deliverance case. Number three, the scriptures which the Lord gave it to me to deliver the person. Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 17 to 23. Point number four is the remedy how to, you know, deliver such a person. So, this teaching, as I said, came out of a deliverance session here in Edmond, year 2000, after we prayed for a woman at our deliverance workshop. So it was three day, you know, just deliverance workshop. On the third day, which was Saturday, we had a mass deliverance, and that's when it all started. So it is about fragmented soul of a person and great delivering power of our Lord Jesus Christ. So let us go to the first point, the fragmented soul. Scripture is specific. The man's body was formed from elements, you know, dust, 
of the earth, but his soul was breathed into him. Genesis 2, 7. And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and a man became a living soul. So by this operation, man became godlike, created in the image of God. When God inspected his creation, he called it all good. So brother and sister, you are created personally by Lord Jesus Christ. When he look at you, he says it is very good. That should deal with all your rejection. If you ever had it, just God calls you fearfully and wonderfully made. The soul of man controls his body and is ordinarily dominated and controlled by sight, Satan's demonic forces until the new birth. Bible says the whole world lies in the wicked one. We all were children of disobedience under the power of the prince of the power of the air. But when we got born again, we were translated from kingdom of darkness to kingdom of God's son, kingdom of light, you know, and uh, kingdom of heaven. But though our spirit is reborn, our soul needs to go through transformation, including deliverance. And there is deliverance of a fragmented soul, which is a very high kind of a level deliverance, if you want to put it this way. When we are born again, our spirit, which is dead in trespasses, in sins, become alive. You know, Bible says in Titus chapter 3, verse 5, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. So the moment you receive Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost comes to your spirit, you know, and your spirit being dead in trespasses, no dead dead, but that spiritually cannot communicate with God, just becomes alive. Every demon is out of that place, and that place becomes the Holy of Holies, and it's sealed with the Holy Spirit, it says, unto the day of redemption. Praise the Lord. So, the Spirit is quick and made alive by the new birth. You know, position in Christ, in heavenly places, on the right hand of the Father. Therefore, we can come anytime because of the sacrifice of Jesus to the Father. The Bible says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we can come anytime to the Holy of Holies. In the Old Testament, the high priest could come only once a year and not without the blood. If he didn't offer blood for his sins, and he would dare to come into the Holy of Holies, he would drop that. So, Bible says in Psalm 23, verse 3, He, God, restores my soul. So, indicates, you know, there is a need for this operation of restoring of a soul. There's a restoration, and there is a restoration. Now, some restoration call for angels to go forth and bring pieces of your soul, which can be outside of your, you know, of your being, you know. The word restores in Hebrew means to turn back, bring back, back home again, you know, means to carry back again, to convert, deliver again, pull in again, recover, return. The new birth is affected when the Holy Spirit enters, it's in effect when the Holy Spirit enters the, uh, our spirit, 
you know, and uh, when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, He's the seal, He becomes the seal in us. Praise the Lord. Pastor Wally prayed for a person, you know, and uh, demon manifested. And then uh, He said, Stop praying for Him, we're taking Him to hell. He said, Okay, demon, you are in a good place, so tell me, you know, what do you see? Look at His spirit. He said, Well, I see there's a seal. He said, what's written on the seal? He said, it says, sealed unto the day of redemption. He said, demon, I want you to touch the seal. And the face of a person went white. He said, we cannot do that. So praise the Lord. So the soul, mind, will, emotion, and the body are nesting places for demon spirits. This might be driven out of after, you know, salvation. Salvation, we call it also a process of sanctification. Salvation of the soul takes place after you are saved, you know, and God restores your mind, will, emotion. That's why the Bible says in Romans 12, 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be a transformed by the renewing of your mind. So if it says renewing of your mind, renewing of your mind, which is a part of your soul, it implies renewing of your will an emotion which is part of your soul. So that is a process or life process being changed from glory to glory, face to face, and strength to strength. You know, our soul becomes, you know, just more and more and more like Jesus Christ, you know. But there are cases when, you know, you have to send angels to bring back pieces of the soul, and that's what this teaching is about. So the soul can be fragmented, because the Bible says, Psalm 7, verse 2, lest he, the devil, kill my soul like a lion, rending it in pieces while there's none to deliver. So soul can be rendered in pieces, yeah? This scripture not only indicates that fragmentation is definitely possible, it indicates why it can occur, why there is none to deliver. Praise God, that's why we thank God for deliverance, because deliverance can help those people fuse it, you know, back together in one shot. Sometimes the demon will pretend that he's a personality. I had once, you know, a demon spoke like a five-year-old girl, you know, and deceived me, you know, but I was learning those days, you know, and, and uh, truly, you know, fragmented. The truth about fragmented soul, you know, is so... Um, it's so difficult to grasp it, you know, and you have to have also experiences because otherwise you believe everything is a demon and everything is uh, an altar, I mean, fragmented piece of personality and actually that thing, that thing is between, you know, both things take place. And every fragmented part of a soul is always demonized. So, so the demon fooled me, but, you know, the Lord, you know, if you work with the Lord, he doesn't uh, allow the devil to fool you for too long. And one day... Three months later, demon manifested. I didn't even ask him to manifest. He said, I have to go. I said, well, who are you? I'm not even calling you out. He said, well, your Lord wants me out. I said, why? Well, I fooled you three months ago. I said, what happened? Well, I pretended to be a personality. Actually, I am a demon. <laughs> so I cast it out. That was one of those deliverances you would like to always have. But anyway, it's not so easy many times. So those moving in deliverance are those who have to have sufficient knowledge and understanding, you know, um, about this truth about fragmented soul. They have to understand the authority. They have to understand the power of the precious blood of Jesus. Jesus, And they have to know how to combat with the devils to restore the fragmented soul. 
praise the Lord. It says in uh, Psalm 1913, it says, Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be upright and I shall be innocent from great transgression. Praise God. So, you know, people have to watch out themselves, you know, just because their actions can fragment the soul. So by means of witchcraft, soul can be fragmented or removed part of the soul. You could ask a question. How a person could function with fragmented soul, will and motion, which is partially taken over by the enemy? Well, if they take part of your soul, a demonic entity replaces that part of the mind, will, or emotion, which is spirited away by the operation of the enemy. It's like a false tooth. It is difficult to detect <laughs> that it's false. I give you an example from my own deliverance, you know. I've been getting deliverance, you know, it started, you know, um, year 1985, and, you know, God gave me two visions on deliverance. In one vision, I saw demonized Christians going to a church, and later on, I was delivering those Christians. In second vision, I saw Jesus face to face. He said, you are in deliverance. I am in deliverance. In half a year, the deliverance came to pass. I was in Chicago getting my first deliverance. So that my deliverance work started. At the beginning was lots of deliverance. Later on, just less and less. So for about, if I remember, four years. So finally, I stopped getting deliverance. You know, I was already praying for other people. And one day I asked the Lord if there is something left in me. And he gave me a dream. And in a dream, I saw a word, loneliness. The truth was, I always felt this nagging loneliness in my heart, even if I was in the most loving atmosphere or among the most loving people. I always got this, this nagging, you know, sometimes like painful loneliness, but I get used to it. I thought that was normal to feel like that, and I'm already in deliverance. You know, I thought it was me. So, you know, when I got this word in a dream from the Lord, you know, I asked the brother to pray for me. He told me to look into his eyes and he commanded the spirit of loneliness to come out. There was no manifestation, but I felt in my heart that this thing, nagging loneliness, was gone. I was dealing now with a part of my soul which was free, and that was a very strange experience. I wanted to say to this part of me, how do you do? Nice to meet you. <laughs> The demon of loneliness was such a part of my soul that I never knew what it was. I thought it was me. So praise God for this deliverance. There's a good reason why Satan wants to fragment the soul. Men are commanded to love the Lord with all their soul, with all their mind, will, emotion, you know. Mary proclaims that it was with her soul she magnified the Lord. My soul magnifies the Lord. Obviously, when a part of your soul is missing, the person's capacity to love and magnify the Lord is reduced that much. I, and I've seen a very bad cases, like very bad cases, you know. I still have one case calling me. I told them not to call me every day, you know, so I restore some people and there is this case, which is one in a million. I'm waiting on the Lord to finally, you know, just give me a key to this case. Soul can be fragmented. For example, wrong sex can fragment your soul. <laughs> Proverbs 6.32, but whoso committeth adultery with a woman lacketh understanding. He that does it 
destroys his own soul. A wound and dishonor shall he get, and his reproach shall not be wiped away. The Bible says that two shall be one in marriage, but if you had sex partners, part of your soul, little part of your soul stays with the person, and little part of that person's soul will be in you, you know. Prostitutes, for example, you know, since they had so many clients, their soul looks like a Swiss cheese. There's many holes. They are highly demonized. So Paul warns believers and tells them to flee fornication. First Corinthians 6.18, flee fornication. Everything that a man does is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Now he knows that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God. You are not your own. For you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Men doing fornication, besides fragmenting his soul, receives darts in his liver, you know. And that's why people, some people have a problem with the liver. Proverbs 7.23, till a dart strikes through his liver as a bird hastes to the snare and knows, knows that it is for his life. This happens to those who do fornication or adultery. So, witchcraft has a power to fragment the soul. The soul can be subverted by words. Many other things also have the deadly power to fragment the soul. Drugs, certain music, wrong sex, false religious systems, and other things can do that. So let us go to the case. I call it deliverance case. A woman around 40 years old came, that was here 2000, 20 years ago. A woman around 40 years old came to Promised Land Ministries during our deliverance workshop here in Edmonton. She was getting deliverance, and during the course of prayers, I felt impressed by the Holy Spirit to send out angels, wherever, north, east, south, west, to bring back and restore her fragmented soul. She was a victim of generational witchcraft straight from Germany. So the third, of, third day of the workshop was Saturday. We are doing mass deliverance and praying for her. I sent angels to bring back whatever pieces of her soul, I mean. I sent out angels to bring every piece of her soul. Well, what happened? The next day, Sunday, she started to receive strange phone calls from United States, from people who she didn't know. And they were saying, we know what happened. Those people were in witchcraft. And they knew now that the workshop was in Canada. Well, the people were calling from United States and they were saying, we know what happened. They were saying, your sister is very angry. <laughs> so after Sunday was Monday, of course, a spirit entered her. The name of the demon was revealed, and Wednesday was the deliverance session, which I will I'll present it all to you right now, starting from Saturday. So, back to Saturday, you know. Thursday, Friday is deliverance workshop. Saturday is a workshop, and in the evening is mass deliverance. I'm praying for that woman who had the generational Satanism straight from Germany. I remember that during mass deliverance, I was praying for her and a spirit called Hidden Knowledge. The name of the demon was called Hidden Knowledge, was interrogated. He had the knowledge of mental illness and how they fragment people's souls. So, uh, so that was, you know, just obviously, you know, I do not interrogate every devil, you know, but in this case, it was the leading of the Holy Spirit. So during the course of it, I sent angels, as I said, to bring back her fragmented soul. That was Saturday. Sunday 
she started to calling me, telling me that strange people from United States are calling her, saying that her sister is very angry because the jar with her name on it was broken. Her sister was in United States and they knew what happened because the jar looks empty but has a lid on it, cover and has a name. It was her name on it. You know, and this jar by demonic powers were holding part of her soul. So if they have part of your soul, they can control you in a distance. So by means of witchcraft, you can fragment people's soul even if they are in another place. Oh, of course, if they, when they are in sin, because Bible says when the, when the hedge is broken, serpent will bite. So by means of witchcraft, you can keep the piece of a soul in confinement of a physical jar. You can do that spiritually. You're looking at the jar, you don't see anything <laughs> in it, obviously, but inside is this invisible part of a soul kept in a prison by demonic power. I think later on I will tell you about the story in Guatemala. It's by Non Parish. He was second generation missionary from Canada who was residing in Guatemala and they had the Bible college, you know, just in Guatemala. And he tell, tells us a story when the police invaded one house of somebody who practiced witchcraft and they saw a shell, you know, with empty jars, but every jar had a label on it with a, uh, with a name of a person, the mayor, chief of the police, this person, that person, that person. So, you know, they broke, the police broke the jars, you know, praise the Lord, you know, uh, they can uh, get your soul, you know, by um, uh, some people who are into witchcraft and they could be working as a barber, they can take your hair or they can take, you know, uh, your picture and do some witchcraft. And if you're not working in holiness, you know, they're able to simply do something to you. Praise God for the knowledge, you know. But if you're Christian and you're working in holiness, you don't have to worry. You worry only when you sin, because the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 10.8, when the hedge is broken, protection from God, serpent will bite. Not maybe, not if, not but, 100%. So she was calling me, she was troubled, you know, just so I was praying for her. I told her to come on Wednesday to men's prayer meeting. At the end of the meeting, we'll pray for her. But on Monday, she called me and she was very distressed. She says, I'm painfully freezing, which means I have such a cold. I feel so cold to, to a point of extreme pain. Over the phone, I commanded demon to tell me his name. He said that his name was Cold. I said, Cold. I said, C-O-L-D. He said, yeah, Cold. I said, what do you do? I'm punishing her with this freezing. That's what he said. I bound it, of course. Tuesday, she called me again. I started to pay over the phone. I said, demon, tell me your name. He said, Sir Fletcher. I couldn't understand, you know. My English is not perfect, as you noticed. I said, spell it out. He said, Sir Fletcher, F. E-T-C-H-E-R, Fetcher, to fetch, to go after, to bring back someone or something. To fetch means to bring back. I'm soul fetcher. I specialize on bringing the soul back, which escaped. <laughs> uh, fragments of the soul, of course. Praise the Lord. 
So I remember during the course of deliverance on Saturdays that I send out angels to United. I sent out angels, you know, and to bring her soul back. I didn't know where her soul was, part of her soul. It turned out it was in United States in a cavern. And her sister was a part of the cavern, you know, and they had her soul. So when I sent angels, they went to United States. They broke the jar and brought back her soul. They looked what jar was broken and they knew it was, you know, um, hair, you know. So that's why uh, her sister gave uh, her phone number to those people in witchcraft who were calling her. And then they did a ritual and sent spirit called soul patcher who had other spirits under him to bring back that soul. So that was Tuesday. I found out about soul patch. On Monday, I found out about spirit called cold. He was punishing her, freezing her. So came Wednesday. I said, come on Wednesday night after men's prayer meeting. We'll feel, you know, empowered. We will pray for you. So demons started to manifest interrogation. And I'm talking to the spirit of soul patcher. And the demon confessed that through ritual, he was sent to bring her soul back to the cavern. I said, are you alone? He said, there are six spirits under me. So with him, seven all together. So perfect number of wickedness. Bible says in Matthew 12, 45, when the spirit comes back to a person, he takes seven more wicked than himself and state of a person worse than before. Jesus cast out seven devils from Magdalene, you know, Mark 16, 9. So the demon didn't want to tell me the names of the demons which were under him. But this was of the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit directed me to Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 17 to 23. And all the names of the demons were in those verses. <laughs> so I went verse by verse and cast out those devils, you know. So this is the expose. First, I will read Ezekiel 13, 17 to 23, and then we go verse by verse. You will see those demons right there. That was a sovereign work of the Holy Spirit. Would you want me in this case to interrogate the main demon, Sol Petcher? I, I got his name through interrogation. I got through interrogation also spirit called cold. But the rest, he wanted me to see Ezekiel. Because many pastors, people of God, read Ezekiel chapter 13, 17 to 23. They don't have a clue what verses are talking about. So let's start. Ezekiel 13, 17. Likewise, thou son of man, set thy face against the daughters of thy people which prophesy out of their own heart. So it's obviously not true prophecy. And prophesy thou against them. So they prophesy and God is telling the prophet, now you prophesy the word of God against them. And say, thus says the Lord God, woe, that means judgment, to the woman that sow pillows to armholes, they practice witchcraft, okay, and make kerchiefs upon the head of every statue, which means idols, to harm the souls, so souls can be haunted. Will you harm the souls of my people? This is not the souls of somebody else. This is souls of the believers. If a believer opens himself through a sin, his soul can be fragmented. Will you harm the soul of my people? Will you save the souls and lives that come unto you? So the people, God's people make a wrong thing. They go to a witchcraft source to find out about things. You're not supposed to do that. 
when King Saul did that, went to a witch, the next day he was dead. And will you pollute me among my people for a handful of barley and for a pieces of bread, so it means for money, yeah? to slay the souls that should not die and to save the souls alive that should not live by your lying to my people that hear your lies. Verse 20, wherefore, thus says the Lord God, so he is prophesying judgment. Behold, I am against your pillows, means of witchcraft, wherewith you, wherewith you dare harm the soul to make them fly. Make the soul to fly. Fly from the person extracted by demonic power, carried, flying <laughs> by demonic power, to a place will be put in a jar. Wherewith you dare harm the souls to make them fly. And I will kill them from your arms and will the souls go. That's deliverance. Even the souls that you hound to make them fly. So can be made to fly. I just delivered a person last week from uh, this flying. I will talk about it. Your kerchiefs, means of witchcraft. Also will I tear and deliver my people out of your hand. And they shall be no more in your hand to be hunted. You shall know that I am the Lord. Because with lies you have made the heart of, of the righteous sad, whom I have not made sad, strengthen the hand of the wicked that he should not return from his wicked way by promising his life. Therefore you shall see no more vanity nor divine divinations. For I will deliver my people out of your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So all the Holy Spirit gave me this part of the scriptures, in those scriptures are rest of the demons. Two of them we already know, the first is cold, which was sent to punish her to a point of freezing, which was so painful, and the main hunter was soul fetcher, to bring back, to fetch, to bring back. So the other five spirits are in the scriptures. So the Holy Spirit is teaching us how to read the scriptures and see things some might not see. So starting verse 17, it says, Likewise, thou son of man, set thy face against the daughters of thy people, which prophesy out of their own hearts and prophesy thou against them. Which means the first spirit is that lying spirit. They prophesy. But this is a lie. So the third spirit is the lying spirit we can see. Then we go to verse 18. And thus says the Lord, Woe, judgment to the women that sow pillows to arm horse. That means they practice witchcraft and make kerchief upon the head of every statue. So they're using some idols yeah, and they making their mumbo-jumbo rituals. And they're doing those rituals to hound the soul or extract the soul. Will you hound the souls of my people and will you save the souls alive that come unto you? Which means those women are practicing witchcraft. So the next spirit is a spirit of witchcraft. Under soul fetcher was spirits of cold, okay? The third was the lying spirit. The fourth is a spirit of witchcraft. So we have three more. Judgment is pronounced against witchcraft, you know? Witchcraft has the power to fragment soul. Far from being immune to such attacks, the righteous, those who are saved, are the particular target of such evil acts. Pillows or amulets, catches, you know, which are, you know, employed in demon worship and spells, are used to hunt the souls of the righteous. And uh, during the interrogation, demon said, I was sent out through ritual, which means witchcraft, to bring her soul back. 
Besides which, other sins can fragment the soul also, you know, drugs, wrong sex, wrong music, you know, and other things, idolatry, you know, and has the power to erode and fragment the soul. When the piece of a soul is missing, demon becomes the substitution, therefore we need to cast it out, praise God. I told you about North Parish, you know, and the generation missionary to Guatemala City, you know, how the police, you know, came to a house and there was a house of a person who practiced witchcraft and discovered the, the shelf with those empty judge and labels which had different names. You now, there were the names of politicians, you know, different people, yeah, they broke the jars. So, witches by means of witchcraft can fragment soul and trap them in jars by demonic power and control those people in a distance. Now, notice in those scriptures, it says, my people. So Satan is after careless Christians who go do horoscope, Reiki, fortune cookies, acupuncture. You know, in Toronto, I was praying for this sister. She has headaches. Why not her sister? I said, sister, where did it start? She said, I, I got this acupuncture. I said, acupuncture? That's a witchcraft. So she renounced acupuncture. I command the spirit of acupuncture to come out. And it was with a big scream. He was gone. Another Christian brother came to me and said, Joseph, could you pray, you know, opening up clinics, you know, in Edmonton and in BC, in Vancouver, Victoria. I said, what kind of a clinic? He said, acupuncture using laser. I said, brother, this is witchcraft. Are you crazy? You're a Christian. He lost all his money because he didn't listen to me. So, and trap souls. So Christian souls can be trapped, you know, just uh, witchcraft will cause, will extract a soul part of a soul from a, can extract from a Christian even, and bring it into confinement. Verse 19, so the first spirit was Solfetcher is the main one who was sent. Spirit punishing her was um, cold. Then then was a prophecy, which was lying spirit. Then first spirit was witchcraft. Okay, verse 19. And will you pollute me among my people for a handful of valiant pieces of bread? Which means foolish believers came to this witch. I pray, you know, especially from Africa. Man, those Christians, they go to those called herbalists. Those herbalists, nothing but I said, that's not a herbalist, that's a witch doctor. I was in Indonesia and uh, this mother brought her son. He was 16 year old and he had cha chains on his legs. I said, why? He said, well, he's insane. I said, he's 16 year old, what happened? She said, oh, I don't know. So I'm praying, praying, nothing is happening. Finally, he said, if you don't tell me what happened, I'm not going to pray for him. He said, well, my son had a problem, I took him to a herbalist. I said, herbalist, that's a witch doctor. Since then, he went insane. <laughs> well, she had to pay the herbalist. Ezekiel 13, verse 19. And will you pollute me among my people for a handful of barley and pieces of bread? So those witches were taking no payment for all this witchcraft. To slay the soul that should not die. So it's possible for a soul to die by means of witchcraft. To save the souls alive that should not live by your lying to my people that you hear your lies, that hear your lies. So will you pollute me among my people? <laughs> you know, the Christian schools I had a son in a Christian school, it was called Edmonton Christian School. You know, my son is, was, I don't know, he was eight years old, seven years old. And they, they had a, as a book Harry Potter and Wizard of Oz and Alice in the Wonderland. I said, that's it. 
and I took him out of the school. So will you pollute me among my people? Polish Christians go, they read horoscope, do Reiki, and other things. Slay the souls. They came for help. The outcome of it is that some people can even die, which were not appointed by God to die, you know, because people are foolish. Give example, my mother. My mother went to a gypsy woman, which is, of course, she has a spirit of Python, which means divination, and asked, you know, so she read her hand and said, your husband, my father, is going to die. And he died. Was God's plan for him to die? No. My mother accepted the lie. The moment she came to a gypsy woman, she was on the cursed ground. The curse came straight from God. And the demons had a legal right to arrange circumstances to bring a lie to become the truth. They arranged circumstances and my father died in an accident, you know. And being five years old, I lost my father because my mother went to a gypsy woman who pronounced a lie and my mother received the lie. It was not God's will to die. There's a good book written by Mikkelsen, Beautiful Side of Evil, recommended read it. Verse 20, Wherefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against your pillows, a means of witchcraft, which you, and statues, they use statues and rituals, which you use to harm the souls to make them fly. You see, soul can fly. Soul can fly. That was the spirit of astral travel. The demons confessed. I was sent out to ritual to bring her soul back. You know, in Africa, children are disappearing at night, directed by demonic powers. They either fly or just walk in a physical body to a rituals in the jungle or whatever. In many African countries, the witchcraft is just incredible. You know, some people like zombies, you know, suddenly they are, at night they get up from bed, don't even know, and they just go into rituals. Or they are, you know, sleeping, their soul, it's taken out of their body, the whole soul, replaced by a demon who keeps the soul alive, and the person flies. That's astral travel. You know, I, um, I was praying for a one sister, she was French, from, that was in Toronto. And the demons told me, they told me that they were taking her soul from time to time at night and by means of astral travel to Liverpool, England. He even told me the name of the street I forced them when they were doing a ritual. So she was taken by means of astral travel. You made the souls of my people to fly. So the next spirit was the fifth one was called Astro Travel. The last week, I uh, ministered to sister from Montreal, Eastern Canada. She said, Pastor Joseph, Pastor Joseph, what's happening? You know, she's telling me her story. I said, sister, I told you, I start deliverance. You have to go through the process. Anyway, the Lord revealed to her demon because she asked the Lord and the demon in her sleep took her out of the body. And she was flying by the ceiling, looking at her body down. So last Friday, I said, just watch Mass Deliverance on Friday. Every Friday, 7 p.m., which is Mountain Time, in Edmonton, people, we do Mass Deliverance. You can connect with us, send your prayer requests right on the chat during the Deliverance teachings. Because after Deliverance teaching, I do really short Mass Deliverance, you know, just so you can get lots of Deliverance. I have people getting Deliverance from New Zealand, people watching from Japan, Australia, name it, and they get help. Last Friday, I was calling out the spirit of astral travel so their sister in Montreal could get Deliverance. So, so the fifth spirit was astral travel. Going to verse 21. The Lord is speaking, your kerchiefs, 
or a means of witchcraft, I will destroy and I will deliver my people out of your hand and they shall be no more in your hand to be haunted and you shall know that I am the Lord. Promise of deliverance, promise of destroying this witchcraft. Number six, it says, because with your lies, you know, demonic lies, you have made the heart of the righteous sad, literally insane, whom I have not made, made sad. I strengthen the hands of the wicked that he should not return from his wicked ways by promising him life. So which has promised all kinds of things, you know. So the next spirit was spirit of insanity, you know, just, you know, people who visit those so-called healers get worse. You know, um, one journalist, you know, from Secular Voices was tracing, you know, people who went to those healers, you know, in Philippines who by means of witchcraft, you know, with a hand, you know, just, you know, making movements over the body, they can just open the body, reach out for a cancer and pull it out, literally the tumor out of the body. The person is healed from cancer, 100%. Yeah, but the demon which causes the cancer is not gone. Only the cancer is gone. With the devil, you never get better. You exchange for something worse. So she was tracing those people. Then she saw some of them got insane. Some of them committed suicide. Did they get healing? Yes, because the devil caused the sickness. But the demon causing the sickness did not move out. He just changed the location in the body, you know. And uh, instead of cancer, you got, you know, tumor in your brain. Or insanity. Or he caused you to commit suicide. So, number six spirit, his name was Insanity under the, of course, he was under the rulership of Solfetch. Praise the Lord. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. So, verse 23, we're going to uh, the last demon number seven, okay? That's the last verse in Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 17 to 23. Therefore, the Lord is speaking, you shall see no more vanity, nor divine divinations. So it's spirit of divination, which in, it's a spirit of Python, because divination is English, but in Greek it means Python. Act chapter 16, the woman had the spirit of Python, divination, and Paul cast it out. Therefore you shall see no more vanity, nor divine divination, for I will deliver my people out of your hands, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Praise the Lord, said spirit of divination. My mother went to a gypsy woman who had the spirit of divination. My aunt, back, you know, in old days, she could uh, divine using cards, you know, not tarot cards, normal cards. Yeah, but she stopped doing that because she would predict so many deaths of people and they, and they died. She probably didn't know that it was her fault that they died, you know. Praise God for the truth, you know. So here I had those seven spirits, you know. Solfetcher, which was the main one, strongman, saying they all came from the United States. They um, conjured those demons through a ritual in the United States that covered and sent them under the leadership of Solfetcher to bring back that soul, which I brought into hell by sending angels to break the jar in the cavern in the United States. There was Solfetcher, under him there was the lying spirit, witchcraft, astral travel, insanity, divination, and spirit of cold, which was causing her to freeze, so painfully freezing, painful freezing. So, praise God. So I'm coming to the last point, you know, that would be a remedy, yeah, you know. Jesus Christ is the remedy. Bible says, 
know the truth and that the truth shall set you free. God used the word of God. Bible said, thy word is truth. The word of God revealed to me the name of the demons. So I don't, they had to interrogate them. Only soul passion and cold. I got their names through interrogation. The other five, the Holy Spirit wanted to me to know the, the scriptures. That's why he didn't want me to interrogate soul passion further. You know, just wanted me to know the scriptures, which I didn't know before. It's like it's there. You see, but you don't see. So, remedy. The soul can be purified by obedience to the truth, to the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are exhorted to commit the keeping of our souls to the Lord. You know, Bible says in First Peter 2.25, For you were a sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. As we go under the leadership of Jesus Christ, you know, this obedience is already purifying your soul. And of course, you know, the scripture, the prayers and deliverance, you know. Any believer has the authority to restore the soul. I had this long time ago, this sister came to us, she was from an Italian background. She had two boys from a different man. She got saved. Then I prayed that God will send out angels to bring every piece of her soul. Do you know that God opened her spiritual eyes? She's just saved, born again Christian, right away we sending angels to bring every piece of her soul back from all the men she ever slept with. And God opened her spiritual eyes and she saw angels coming from different directions, bringing pieces of her soul, just making like a movement with the hand towards her, and restoring the soul back to her. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because, you know, Bible says in James 4, 7, submit to God. Resist the devil. He will free from you. Obviously, not right away. And some, uh, lots of deliverances, most is the process. You know, so I've seen as an exception, you no know, spectacular deliverances, people even chained. Or oh, in Indonesia, that guy, that 16 year old, and when the mother confessed, that she took him to the witch doctor, so I took her through a renunciation prayers. We were able to break the curses, and God delivered the person from those chains. It was 16-year-old. Praise the Lord. So, you submit to God. That's very, very important. You know, you uh, confess any and all sins which have uh, fragmented your soul. Souls of many people are on the altars of Satan, you know, and... Uh, you know, we have to know how to do that. So first you confess your sins, you know, any sins which fragmented your soul, and then you close the doors. You break the curses, you know. Then you start to do deliverance, you know. If soul is fragmented, sometimes the fragmentation, the fragmented soul is outside of the person, but sometimes the fragmentation is within. But that's another topic. So is in and assume like it's an identity and it's demonized. You have to know how to pray and bring the soul, you know, um, integrate the soul, you know, back to the core, you know, the personality. Okay, so repentance first, close the door, break every curse, <laughs> because if you do repent, <laughs> you cannot close the doors, you know, just, you cannot break the curses if you don't repent and close the doors, then you can start command the devils out, you know, God taught me how to do it fast, you know, in Indonesia and in Africa when I had crowds and I had no time to go through deliverance counseling, so I would stand in the gap, I would just, I said, what's your problem, that's the only thing I ask, and they said, oh, this, I said, Lord, forgive them their sins, their parents, their ancestors, whoever, number one. 
which open the door to the promise they have now. Number two, I close all the doors. We can do that standing in the dark. Number three, I break all the curses. Number four, command the devils out. And there was the manifestation was taking place because I commanded those demons out. Demons were coming out because I break the curses. Curses could not be broken if I did not confess the sins. So you can see how it goes, yeah? Confess the sins, close the door, break the curse, command deliverance. Then command healing and restoration, you know, then you can command the those angels to bring every soul of a person back. If the fragmentation is within, then you have to pray for integration of the soul, you know, you have to cast out demons from that part of the soul. They can, they can assume, you know, their own identity by certain names, but it is only assumed, assumed and the identity, not the real. They just don't know who they are. They just don't know even, you know, they think that they are this or that. They're just confused. Okay, so praise God. And it could be a process. You know, restoring people with fragmented soul is a, it's a tremendous type of deliverance. Praise God requires, you know, just knowledge, patience, anointing, all those things. So I give you example prayer to restore a fragmented soul. In Poland, we have 101, 201, 301, 401, 501, but in Canada, I have only 101, 201, and I think this one is in 301. But I'm going to, be, you know, we can send you a tape if you ever wanted, called Soul Patcher, you know, publishing in Canada, 301, have to do 401, 501, finally. We already have 601 in Europe, they will be working on 701, I will do probably this coming year. Praise the Lord, so. Prayer to restore a fragmented soul. Lord, I pray for forgiveness of any sins which fragmented my soul. Forgive me my sins, parents, ancestors, or other persons. In Jesus' name, I close the door and break all curses. In the name of Jesus Christ, I break all bondages over my conscious and unconscious mind. I send out God's angels to gather all portions of my mind. Will and emotions which have been affected, fragmented by witchcraft, masonry, any type of a witchcraft or cult, false religion, demonic music, drugs, sex, and I pray that, will be, that my soul will be restored back to me, because Bible says he restores my soul, Psalm 23, verse 3. Heavenly Father, I break and renounce all evil souls as I have ever had or may have. So you mentioned the soul ties you might have with people, places, objects, whatever. I renounce all evil soul ties, break them and declare them destroyed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then you can pray in the name of Jesus Christ, I now renounce, break and lose myself from all demonic subjection to my mother, father, grandparents, any other human being, living or dead, who has dominated me in any way which is contrary to the will of God. I also pray in Jesus' name that all demonic entities which were formerly substituted for the fragments of the soul be cast out now in the name of Jesus Christ. I ask you, Heavenly Father, to send out your angels to uncoil you, untangle, dig out, break, sever off, and remove all demons and demonic roots. Also, all those chains, bands, whatever, Lord God, is binding me. Father, I ask that the angels gather, restore the fragments of my soul, my mind, will, emotion, to the rightful place in me. Uh, that angels will go, I lose them, to go to the north, east, south, and west, wherever, break all the earthen and earthen vessels, cut bonds, bands, binding. 
that have been put upon my soul willingly or without my knowledge. I ask that the angels free my soul from all bondages, but whatever it means is required. I agree and declare, Father, that the power of the Lord Jesus Christ is all powerful and effective to do this. I ask this that my soul might fully magnify and glorify the Lord. Thank you, Lord God. I bless everybody through the knowledge with the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord God, in their hearts, Lord God, spirits, Father God, in Jesus' name, bless everybody, protect everybody, and I bless you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Very quickly, tell folks real quick how they can tune in to you, what yeah. you have over there at Promised Land, and also again, 101 and 201 is on DVD. Tell folks how they can check out all your stuff, Joseph. Amen. So, I'm Pastor Joseph Jasinski, and I lead a church called Promised Land Ministries, which specifically specializes in deliverance. Like we are in locality, but we are not like a normal local church. So anybody can come to us because, you know, just uh, because we preach the full gospel on Sundays, Fridays we do talk only on deliverance, yeah? We are a church which specializes in deliverance by the direct command of Jesus Christ. Uh, every Friday, uh, we live for Fridays, it's our mission field. Fridays, people from different churches come to us, small churches, big churches, you know, just conservative churches, Pentecostal, charismatic, Lutheran, just name it, come to get deliverance, you know. Also, people sometimes fly, you know, just I get people approach to us from Dubai, New York, from whatever, you know, other parts, you know, to get the deliverance, you know. Sunday we preach the full gospel, we don't talk too much about deliverance, but deliverance is interwoven, you know, to our spiritual fabric of our church. On Friday we do, as I call it, weekly deliverance workshop. So every Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time, you can go on our website, jesusdelivers.com, and right away on the front page, it's a Friday Night Live video streaming. And right away you connect to us. There's always praise and worship. Uh, at this time of COVID, you will not see the band, but you will hear them. Then you will see me doing the teaching or some deliverance topics. And after the deliverance topic, I do you know, quick mass deliverance, you know, so people send me via email, via chat, you know, uh, or whatever they send me, you know, just the prayer requests, you know, they contact with us and they can get deliverance. I have some people who are watching us all the time on Fridays. And if you don't have your regular church on Sundays at 1030, you know, Mountain Time, Alberta Time, but Fridays is designated for spiritual warfare. Okay, and my, our uh, website is jewsdeliverance.com. We are traveling school of deliverance. We've been to 31 countries. Our 101 is translated to 11 languages. 101 is very basic. Books are written on every topic. But God told me to do that when I was going in 2003 to a Bible Institute in Uyo, Aquaibom State, Nigeria. So that's how it was born. It was God's idea. He told me how to do it simply, give the foundation. So it's good for them, it's good for everybody, the foundation is good to buy the manual and also the DVD. It's all recorded during a workshop, so it's me and two of my helpers, you know, and uh, you can get that 
And you can support us, you know, and if you support us, I can assure, assure you that you will be prayed this year and the next year, whole year, every Tuesday, specifically for every aspect of your life. You know, you want to get married, you want to have children, we pray specifically come Tuesday morning to pray for our supporters. Every day, we lift up all of you who would support us, but every Tuesday we go specifically about those things you would not even pray about. You may be dreaming about it, but you don't know how to pray about it. So that's what we do for the supporters. Bible says those who go to the front like us, those who stay at the back who pray for us and give support, get the same pay. Praise the Lord. Excellent. Well, mm-hmm. listen, Pastor Joseph, thank you so much for coming on the program. This was We really appreciate you, and I hope you come back and see us soon. Oh, yeah. Well, you just let me know when. I have lots of topics. Yes, you do. There's absolutely no shortage of powerful topics. Thank you so much, Joseph. Folks, that was Pastor Joseph Jasinski. His website is JesusDelivers.com. What a great website. So again, that's Promised Land Ministries, and the website is JesusDelivers.com. Couldn't ask for a more perfect website, JesusDelivers.com. And what a powerful teaching. So make sure you go back and you write that down. You go through the confessions, doing the repentance, close the doors, break the curses, and you command those spirits to get out in the name of Jesus. And you will get so much freedom. This is a big topic, the fragmented soul. I hope you enjoyed this show entitled Soul Fetcher. Thank you for tuning into the program. Make sure that you do subscribe over there at SheilaZelinsky.com to our free e-newsletter so you can stay in the loop. We send out our shows every week. Make sure that you stay in the loop so you can catch fantastic shows, amazing guests, and powerful topics, many which contain powerful deliverance prayer. And you can also follow us. Our social media icons are there at SheilaZelinsky.com. This ministry, remember, is 100% listener supported. I hope that I can depend on you for your support. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless you.